go talk to Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. His thoughts on Jed Howard, one and done at Michigan. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, even more honored. Uh, well, I should say, uh, Tom Izzo got to open for me today. Sounds like so. Uh, good, good times. Yeah, Izzo. You know, he, you could tell he he was down because, and he talked about the shot with Florida Atlantic beating Tennessee. What were going to be the odds that Florida Atlantic would beat Tennessee and Michigan State in New York City? that you were that close to another Final Four, maybe just a shot away, a free throw, front end of a one-on-one at the end of regulation uh, last night there in the final two minutes. You were that close, possibly, to another Final Four. Yeah, I mean, they played they played their rear ends off. And I know a lot, not a lot of people expected them to get there. Um, you know, I know from Tom's perspective, I know what his thoughts on it after the game were, were that uh, they played a lucky team, or that... Kansas State may have gotten a little bit lucky, but um, that's March basketball. Um, you know, they they had their chances to to go out there and secure a victory, and um, the better basketball team won. Now it took a you know it took a guy playing on a bum ankle playing the game of his life, but um, I don't know he's been around long enough to know that that happened. So yeah, uh, Michigan State was kind of the last bastion of hope for the Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten is now um, kaput in this tournament and to be frank with you having watched that conference almost exclusively this year i'm actually happy about that because product the product is maddening and uh, now now we're out of the the teams that i think you know really have a shot to win this thing all right and speaking of shot to win this thing and when you look ahead to next year is it a hot seat year for juan howard uh his son jet uh, and maybe even keeping a spot on the roster. I don't know if Jace is on scholarship or if it's just that he's on the team. I don't know that complete list. But uh, putting your son first before Dickinson and Buffkin, uh, I thought was a mistake. I, I know when he's hot, he's great. But when he's not, he, he, he doesn't need to be on the floor. So everybody's moved on from Jet. He's one and done. What will Michigan basketball look like next year? And what type of internal pressure Will there be on Juwan Howard, if any? Yeah. I mean, to address the first thing, I mean, Jet Howard was, uh, I mean, I don't know how else to call the year other than, uh, you know, disappointing. The NBA draft was kind of stuff that was was something that was on the table heading into the year. And when you hear that type of buzz with a kid, you know, the pros at the prom, like they say, you, you expect a little bit more. Now, I know they say that, you know, both of his ankles were messed up at certain points. Um but I really do think that Michigan was hamstrung a lot of times, not only by some of the things that he didn't do well on the floor, uh, like you know boxing out, defending, rebounding, all those types of things. Um, they were hamstrung by the fact that they weren't a very deep basketball team either. And it kind of all, you know, all of the things that plagued them this year kind of come back up to Juwan Howard. Uh, I didn't like the way the roster was constructed. I think I didn't think they were deep enough. They didn't have enough offense off the bench. Um, you know, you're an injury or two away from playing guys that simply just aren't ready to play. I mean, we saw Yusef uh, Hayat play in the NIT. He's not there. Uh, he's just not even close yet. So for me, I mean, you talk about hot the year and, and it being a year. Uh, I mean, if it goes backward, yeah, we're talking hot the year. If it stays stagnant, but you're still young, I mean, I think there's a conversation to be had, but there's no question about it. I mean, 
Uh, we'll see what happens with Kobe Dickinson and or Kobe Dickinson, Kobe Buffkin and Hunter Dickinson. I'm looping them in together because those two do. Um, they will determine what the the ceiling of this team and the floor of that team ultimately is next year. Um, you know, I think if Kobe comes back, he can be one of those lead guard type that maybe can be a top ten type of prospect. But you know, regardless of what happens, uh, they are at a crossroads right now. Um, I think a lot of the issues they had this year, we saw start to materialize last year, and it was kind of buried by the fact that they made the Sweet 16, which March success is ultimately what your, you know, what you know makes or breaks what your resume is as a as a head coach, but. Um, it's been two years now where this team has just been kind of barely over 500, hasn't played well in non-conference play, has been kind of middling in Big Ten play, which is even more maddening this year given how middling the Big Ten was at the conference. So for me, it's, uh, yeah, next year's huge. I, I don't know if it's like a, a lame duck year or anything like that, but without question, it is a, they're at a crossroad right now. And, you know, it's going to take an all-hands-on-deck effort to get them back to where they were just a few seasons ago. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about Jet Howard one and done, and also the short-term future of Michigan basketball. So, my Bud Light huge question of the day to the audience, how do you think Jed Howard will fare as an NBA player? Uh, I've said it on air, I've said it on Twitter, Facebook, he showed me nothing to say he's ready for the next level, but I get the drafting on uh, potential in the NBA, especially now with the emergence and the G League uh, going next level. From what you've seen in college basketball, from one-and-done freshmen, how do you feel about Jet Howard, next level NBA player? Yeah, I think it all kind of depends on the fit. Now, I'll say this, and it, you know, right off the bat, I think that inherently uh, NBA basketball is probably a better fit for him just because it is more wide open, where you're defending less, you're running up and down the floor more, you know, you're shooting from you know, the logo. A lot of guys are so. I think he'll probably he'll probably fare better and splash a little bit more in the NBA. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's the next Jason Tatum or anything like that, but. I, I think, and we saw it, you know, a couple of years ago with a guy like Jordan Poole, where you know he's a, he was a guy that you know, made you want to rip your hair out at times at Michigan. But go to the right team, uh, a team like the the Golden State Warriors. You learn from you know some of the best to ever do it, especially in terms of shooting the basketball. And lo and behold, player development, you're you're able to go out there and and make some money for yourself. Duncan Robinson was a guy uh, like that at Michigan as well. So. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rule out anything. I'll just say this. I mean, to me, he looks like someone who's probably, probably just a rotation guy. And you know what? That's that's fine uh, for a lot of players. You know, not everyone can come back to school and you know leave after their sophomore year looking like LeBron James. Some guys are just kind of pigeonholed into what they're probably going to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, if he goes, you know, if he goes to like the. I don't know, the Houston Rockets or something. I'm just throwing a team out there. If he goes to a team that is always picking, you know, high in the lottery, I I won't work out so well for him. But, you know, if he finds a spot where, you know, they develop and cultivate talent, there's there's we know there's another gear to be unlocked there. We've seen potential of what he could be. Um I just don't think, you know, when you look at for this might be even more damning, you know, the best option for his player development might not be at Michigan. And, you know, that's a that's a loaded statement on a number of fronts. 
So like, that's just kind of where I see it right now. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us. Uh, final thoughts on Jaden Davis, who is a five-star QB out of Fort Mill, South Carolina, announced today uh, who will be on his top five. His official commitment will be announced live on SportsCenter uh, coming up on March 31st at 1.30 p.m. Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, North Carolina, and Tennessee uh, for QB Jaden Davis. What are you hearing with your recruiting insiders, your team at TheWolverine.com and On3.com? Uh, who's the front runner right now? I think it's Michigan. I think it, it's probably emphatically Michigan. I don't think there's any coincidence that coming off of a visit to Michigan uh, last weekend, which went really well by all accounts, uh, we finally get him put a timeline on his recruitment. He drops the top five. He drops and he's going to announce on Sports Center next week. And, you know, to me, the other four teams in the mix are just there to be, you know, the hats on the table. Uh, Michigan's gone all in on this guy. Um, you know, even going back to the summer, he threw at a camp with Michigan gloves on. Uh, I know, I'm not sure what the, the holdup has been behind the scenes. It's kind of just been all Michigan for a while now. But, you know, he had to, he had to get to know Michigan's new quarterback, Coach Kirk Campbell. Uh, there were some lingering questions left over from the family. So, I think, uh, you know, I know that Clemson and North Carolina and Ohio State, and I forget who else was on the graphic, um, they're just there for North Carolina, Tennessee, Clemson, Ohio State, and Michigan are QB Jaden Davis's top five out of Fort Mill, South Carolina. Yeah, there just hasn't been any buzz with the other schools. Now, I've seen recruitments in football and basketball where, you know, for weeks and months you, you have a guy trending one way and then, you know, 24, 48, 72 hours before something changes. I don't see that here, though. Um, I think that they're going to get, they'll be able to add, you know, another four star quarterback, five star quarterback, whatever recruiting service uh, you put the most stock into, um, and add, you know, what I would assume they see as JJ McCarthy's successor. So uh, recruiting for Michigan has been a struggle the last few years, but you bring an elite quarterback in, and that starts raising some eyebrows and that kind of is what gets the ball rolling so uh, i think michigan's right on the verge of that they're already got some good uh, momentum on the recruiting trail and i expect that to kick back up into the next gear next week anthony thanks for the update on jed howard and also on potential future michigan quarterback Jaden davis out of south carolina we'll talk soon my friend of course thank you guys